It's time for Dixie State University Athletics on KXDS Santa Clara, 91.3 The Blaze. DSU Athletics is brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. We hear you. And now, it's time for DSU Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, it's that time again, folks. Dixie State Baseball here on the Blaze, sponsored by Ken Garf, St. George Ford Lincoln. Glad you're joining us Saturday afternoon. Dixie State, the Trailblazers hosting the Hornets of Sacramento State, a whack matchup. That's what I'm talking about, folks. This is the second game of a three-game series at Bruce Hurst Field in St. George, Utah. Trailblazers trying to bounce back after an 11-6 loss to Sac State yesterday. The Trailblazers had three runs in the fifth, three runs in the sixth, but it wasn't enough as Sac State closed out the game with six runs between the eighth and the ninth inning. Jacob Zimmerman here on the mic. Players getting warmed up in the field. Dixie State out there in the white. Sac State in the gray. And here comes Cesar Valero, the first batter we'll see from the Hornets today. Brett Porthen is on the mound for the Trailblazers. Porthen, number 18, getting all set up for this one. Takes a good breath on the mound, and he'll fire towards home and start this game off with a strike. So that's always what you like to see. I think typically, you know, as I've covered baseball this year for the Blaze, uh, I've seen the first pitch time and time again often be a no-swing strike. Porthen once again going to put that one Close to the zone. This one just outside. One and one is now the count. From Bruce Hurst Field. Valero going to chop this one right to short. And the throw should be easy. Had to stretch a little bit. Thomas out there on first base. But it's going to be Ivan Sitch with the throw from the shortstop position. So the first chopper took one bounce. Gathers himself, and Ivan Sitch makes the play for the first out of the game between the Dixie State Trailblazers and the Sacramento State Hornets. As I said, a big-time whack matchup. Sac State 10-9, Dixie State 9-10 in conference. Doesn't really get much closer than that, and Portland starting off again with a strike. So Cesar Valero with the ground out. Now it's Trevor Doyle, the center fielder. When it's like to start off with some outfielders early in the lineup. That ball had some curve to it. Just goes outside the plate. So in the top of the first, with one out, nobody on. It's a 1-1 count for Doyle. Brett Porthen. Trailblazer on the mound in the all-white. And a great connection into right field. Going back deep. And, oh, man, that one's gone. Trevor Doyle, center fielder, hits it over to center field and out of Bruce Hurst Field. And, boy, a home run right off the bat. We're four minutes into the game, folks. Number six does the trot, takes off the helmet as he crosses home plate, taps it with his teammates' helmets. Let's get a replay on that. Yep, from the start, that ball had some great arc, some great, distance and that one is gone 
380 feet plus. Watch out, I-15 in the backdrop. So following the early home run, it's going to be a one to nothing lead for Jorge Besorquez. Yerkes, shortstop, number 10, batting third in the lineup against Brett Porthen. Jorge, second on the team in at-bats, has a 2.98 average. The windup from Porthen, that one a little high. And it's now a 3-1 count. So Dixie State kind of approaching maybe about 75% of the way through the season. It's getting pretty close. And that one curved a little too much. And that's going to be ball for WALK for Jorge Bajorquez. Next up for Sac State, the Hornets, the DH spot. 15. This is Dawson Bacho. Bacho early in this one, trying to add to the lead. And Porthen going to quickly turn and throw to first base. And he is safe over there. Thomas over there on first with Bajorquez. And that one is on the money. First strike of the count, 0-1 for Brett Porthen. Dawson Bacho, 82 at-bats this year. 3-5-4 average. And that is the best on the team, folks. That one's going to be chopped. A little bit of an early swing, and that's going to go foul of the third baseline. That one hit... Pretty close to the forearms on the back. Bacho will tap home plate, get in his stance. He's ready to go. 0 2 count here, and this one is going to be hit right to second. A chance at a double play. Hollow drops it, throws it over to first instead, gets the out to Thomas. Tyler Hollow, second baseman, could have turned two there, perhaps got a little too excited, you know, lifted the head, went to make the throws. We'll get a replay right here. The connection, one bounce, two bounces, had it in the glove cleanly, and just lost it when trying to get it out the glove. And so Dawson Bacho will be out at first, however... Jorge Bajorquez gets to second. So after the fielder's choice, Josh Rowling, second baseman number one. Rowling in 121 at-bats this season. 2.73 average. Four seven nine slugging percentage. Rolling, wiggling the bat. That one's going to cross home plate for a strike. Count is now 1-1 from Porthen. Trailblazers with two outs here. One runner on second. 
Hornets with a 1-0 lead. Orthen going to check back to second base. Has nobody there. That ball curves close to the plate. They're going to say it crossed just outside. And it's a 2-1 count. Porthen, other than the home run this inning, has looked pretty good. And that one had some heat on it, but a little too high, and it's now a 3-1 count. Imagine as a pitcher, after giving up a home run early to just your second batter that you face, it's going to be kind of tough the rest of the inning to want to throw it in the zone. That one's going to be a chopper. Slow rolling. Ivan Sitch with the throw on the money. Scooping it on the run. Torque in the shoulder. Torque in the hips. And that is a nice throw by Matthew Ivan Sitch. So the Trailblazers will give up one run. We're heading to the bottom of the first here on the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman with you. This broadcast is sponsored by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. This is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing all across America. Despite having more than enough food available, there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids. But they need your help. Learn more at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Nick Cannon here. So we all know we've got a lot of talent in America. But unfortunately, there's something else we've got way too much of. Childhood hunger. 17 million kids struggle with it in this country. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gather surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Trailblazers and the Hornets. Dixie State Baseball here on the Blaze. Welcome on back. Jacob Zimmerman with you. Bruce Hurstfield, location of this one. Trailblazers trying to get a whack win at home. Swing and a miss from Shane Taylor to start off here. And Taylor is now in an 0-2 count. Pitcher on the mound. Noah to Cox. Is that pitch going to... Bounce off of the catcher's glove. And still an 0-2 is Shane Taylor for Dixie State. 
Taylor back into the box. Trying to avoid the strikeout here and unfortunately misses on that swing. So Shane Taylor, one of the best batters for Dixie State, goes down swinging just like that. Noah Takax. I think that's how I'm going to say it today. Takax. Starting off with a strikeout against Shane Taylor. Taylor has by far the best average for Dixie State. 3-4-3. So not off to the hot start they were wanting to. In a game where they are trying to get back into this series. Still have a shot to win it if they win the next two. That pitch called a strike for Zach Thomas. Thomas playing first base today. Where's number 14? This one is hit over to third. A grounder. The throw. Did Taylor get there in time? No. Excuse me, Thomas. As Thomas sprinted down that first baseline on the chopper to third. And a nice throw there by Steven Moretta. So two outs so far for Dixie State here as they grab the bats. Caden Hollow with a chance to turn the tide of this game. So far, Taylor with a strikeout swinging. Thomas with a ground up to third. And Caden Hollow now up for Dixie State. Hollow, one of those key names you hear when you talk about Dixie State Athletics. Last year in the 2021 campaign, third on the team in batting average with 3-2-2. He's going to miss on that pitch in an 0-2 count right now. Caden Hollow this season, 3-0-9 average. Has five home runs, 25 RBIs. Hollow will be playing DH today as he typically plays catcher. And he went chasing after that one. And that is the second strikeout for Noah Tekas. We'll head to the top of the second here on the Blaze. Sacramento State with a 1-0 lead over Dixie State. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing brings a bigger smile to my face than cooking up a big meal for the whole family and lots of friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in our country who struggle with hunger. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids. But they can't do it without your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. 
message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, big shout-out to Ken Garf making this possible here on The Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, Dixie State Baseball at Bruce Hurst Field. The Hornets of Sacramento State have come to town. They won the first game, and they have a one nothing lead into the top of the second. Brett Porthen on the mound for Dixie State. 0-2 count right now. And this is Steven Moretto. Moretto just had that play over there at third base. We got Zach Thomas to ground out. Number eight in the box. In the one-two count, going to foul that one off into the net behind home plate. So let's take a look at Brett Porthen's stats on the season. Brett Porthen, 6.06 ERA, 5-3. That is the best record on the year for Dixie State when it comes to pitching as that's now a 2-2 count with the ball. Has started all of his nine appearances. 49 innings pitched, so he's the most experienced pitcher this year for the Trailblazers. That one's going to be popped up, an awkward kind of hit, and it was Porthen who nearly tried... To track that one down all the way to the Dixie State dugout. Typically, the pitcher likes to, you know, let his fielders go after those, but Porthen trying to get some cardio in. 2 2 count right now. Steven Moretto, third base, leading off in the top of the second for the Sacramento State Hornets. Wiggling the bat, the bat in a circular motion. Going to swing again. And that one had a little bit more height to it, but similar foul ball over towards first base. So Porthen, maybe not the ERA you would you would hope for, but Dixie State, not not too shabby here, early into their Division One lifetime. At second base, Tyler Hollow with a nice throw. All of his body going back towards the second base bag. Turns midair 180 degrees. And Tyler Hollow with the play of the day so far in the infield. This one took a couple bounces. Had to reach around. Turns midair. The throw on the money. And a nice stretch off the bag from Zach Thomas. So following the Steven Moretto ground out to second. This one's going to be fouled off first pitch. Early swing over into left field. Jeffrey Hurd, your left fielder. Number 35. That one a high pitch. 1-1 one, one count now. Looking at the batting stats for Sac State this year. Jeffrey Hurd is a freshman. This one's going to be popped straight up. Caden Hollow's going to ditch the mask, and he will get the grab. So both the Hollow brothers are involved early in this one. 
Actually, excuse me, that is... I'm so used to Caden Hollow playing catcher, folks. He's the DH today. I gotta see who made that grab for Dixie State. It is Parker Schmidt. So Schmidt has kind of got more and more time at the catcher position as the season has gone on, and perhaps that strategy from head coach Chris Fatenauer is to, you know, have Caden Hollow be that premier batter for Dixie State, not have to you know, waste any energy sitting down in that stance. That one travels outside the zone. 1-1 one, one count here. So following that infield pop-up, That one's going to be hit. It's in fair play. A nice grab from Shane Taylor at third. And that'll be an out. Vincelli Samard will ground out. So Dixie State recovers after giving up a home run in the first. They looked good there. Three straight outs in the second. We'll head to the bottom of the second. Here on the blaze, Jacob Zimmerman with you. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, and of course, companionship. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. Fantastic cat. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. We're back to it. Bottom of the second we go. Bruce Hurst Field. It's the place. Thanks for joining us. 91.3 is the place to be for today's broadcast. The Hornets of Sacramento State, your Dixie State Trailblazers. And that pitch called a strike. Still trying to figure out why. But 1-1 count. Tyson Fisher, the big body, playing right field today for the Trailblazers. 46 is in that left box, and he's going to swing and miss. Looking at the stats this year for Tyson Fisher. 235 average. Better than what he had last year for sure. And that's going to be called strike three looking. And Fisher probably didn't agree with that one, but it's going to take the slow, sad walk back to the dugout. 
that's four straight outs in this one. Three strikeouts already for Noah Takax. Now up is Tyler Hollow, brother of Caden, the older brother. Second baseman, number 24, fifth in the lineup. Hollow had an incredible play at second base. Caught it running to his left, turned 180 degrees midair, and made a nice throw over to Thomas at first. And that's a swing and a miss to start off for Hollow. Hollow's now on a 0-2 count, excuse me. This one's going to be popped up. Going deep towards the warning track to left field, and the snag is finally made. Jeffrey Hurd out there in left field with the catch. Following the Tyler Hollow fly out to left, Parker Schmidt, your catcher today. Caught that infield pop-up from Hurd. And we'll see what Schmidt can do on offense here with the bat. Umpire is calling a lot of strikes right now that favor the outside area of the plate. 0-1 count early in this one. Trailblazers watching a lot of things go by. And a ball that looked to be in the same exact spot is called a ball. One one here from the arm of Noah Takax, and that's a swing and a miss. So right now Noah has really been finding his spots, getting those bottom corners of the zone. And that one just outside called a ball two two. Parker Schmidt this year for Dixie State, 282 average, has started 21 of his 26 games. That one going to just travel outside the zone as well. 3 2. Schmidt has one home run and 11 RBIs this year as well. And that pitch inside. Schmidt almost had to get away from it, and he is going to take the first Dixie walk today. So the Trailblazers, as I mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, Dixie State is 9-10 and in the WAC. Sac State is 10-9. and They just played yesterday where the Hornets got the win over the Trailblazers 11-6. Dylan Holiday started for the Trailblazers. Got his sixth loss. Bottom of the second, we are in this one. And that one is called a strike. Sean Keating in the box right now, batting left, plays in left field today. Number 33 taking some practice swings. Here comes Take Hacks. That one didn't curve back in. 1 1 now is the count. Bottom of the second, two out, 1 0 lead. For Sac State. So far, Dixie State without a hit today. And that one going to ricochet 
perhaps off the catcher, and that's going to be called a foul ball. One-two count here. Sean Keating doesn't have the same amount of games played as some of these other guys, and we've kind of seen that rotation from Chris Fatenhauer been mixed up throughout the season. And this year for the Trailblazers, Keating. Going to try to get a hit here. 286 average. That's what I was looking for. That ball doesn't cross the plate. 2 2 now is the count on that outside pitch. Keating has 12 hits this year, three RBIs. Still looking for that first home run. Stealing second, there's a chance. The ball going to bounce out of the shortstop's glove. And Parker Schmidt with a successful stolen base. And that came at a good time as Dixie State wants to get some offense here to match. And that ball from the catcher nearly, you know, it kind of took a curve and actually bounced at the last second. Maybe not the throw you wanted. From Dylan McPhillips. And that's going to be strike three. Swing and miss. For Sean Keating. And just like that. No hit so far for the Trailblazers. That is now one, two, three, four strikeouts for Noah. Take hacks already for Sacramento State. We'll take a break. Come back on the blaze. Top of the third. We go. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Here's your early morning weekend forecast for Saturday, April 23rd. Well, after a dust bag and wind bag day Thursday, Friday saw a nice showery day. So yes, up the down weather staircase we go in April as we clear out, calm down, and start to warm up today. High pressure looks to hold over the area this week. With breezy afternoons and temperatures peaking Wednesday at 90 degrees in Washington County. Those temperatures then trend down a little towards Friday. Meanwhile, the back side of Friday's trough remains over northern and central Utah, bringing additional mountain snow. For St. George in Washington County on Saturday, sunny 72-45, and Sunday, sunny 74-47. For Zion Visitor Center on Saturday, sunny skies 69-38, and for Sunday, sunny 73-41. For Radio 91.3 and Radio 100.3 FM, this is Dennis Mattinson. That rabbit hole is deeper than you think. Just like that. And now we go commercial free. And then it happens again. Your and again. Rock and again. Station. 91.3. The Blaze. 
favorite DJs doing a funny TikTok trend or you just want to see what they're doing in the studio. Go ahead and follow 91.3 The Blaze on TikTok today. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And we are back. Top of the third. We are 2-2 count right now. Dixie State Sacramento State, big-time whack matchup. And a full count right now for catcher Dylan McPhillips. Brett Porthen on the mound for DSU in the all-white. Hornets in all-gray. Bruce Hurstfield, this one's chopped, going to barely go foul. Taylor was over there ready to make a play from third. Eleven to six, the score of that game yesterday. Trailblazers not trying to give up double-digit runs again, and that is going to be ball four. As that one hung a while and was too high to be called a strike, so Dylan McPhillips will take the walk to open up the third. Back to the top of the order. Cesar Valero, the right fielder, had a ground out in the first inning. Valero doesn't wear number 24. Has the most at-bats, as you would expect. 145 this year. 44 hits. That one's going to be fouled off for the first pitch. 0-1 now. Valero is a sophomore. Has 13 home runs this season. 303 average. He's been doing it all. Most hits, most homers, and 38 RBIs. So Valero is kind of the main batter for the Hornets. He does have the leadoff today. Valero going to just... The pants, the cap, the gloves, everything you can imagine. He steps back into the box. 0-2 count here is Porthens. Going to start the windup, throw towards home, and that one too high. So 1-2 count now. Dixie State in this one. Needs this victory if they want to finish as best as they can in the whack. Sac State right there, neck and neck with them. But game deciding these two teams, and this one's going to be a hit right to third. The diving effort there from Ivan Sitch. The throw won't be there in time. And boy, that was a nice dive. The body turned fully horizontal there in midair. As we get a replay to see this one a little bit better. Valero hits this one. Double bounce. Oh, what a beautiful dive. And Ivan Sitch kind of second-guessed himself on the first throw. And the umpire did get that call right on the slow-motion replay. Safe on first is Caesar. Caesar. 
So a walk for McPhillips, a single for Cesar Valero. And now it's Trevor Doyle. Doyle had the crushing home run early into this game. Over into right center field. And you pretty much knew immediately as that one was hit that uh, you could tell by our center fielder out there, Jake and Levitt, his slow trot really indicated that one was gone. This is a bunt this time. And that's, oh man, a beautifully placed bunt down that third baseline. Maybe an inch of space in fair territory. And Trevor Doyle will also get the single off the bunt. So walk, single, single, and now there's fully loaded bases. Brett Porth in a bit of a difficult situation here. And that time, that was interesting as we got that replay. The camera didn't show it initially, but there was nobody over there on first. And Hollow had to come down from second to first. He was too late on that. And that's a big-time hit over into center field. It's going deep. And the snag is made there. Was it? Oh, no. They're going to say that one went over. Looked like for a sec, Dixie State might have gone in it as I have to call him this one off stream. But, folks, unfortunately, with bases loaded and that one going over the fence, that's a grand slam. Immediately had the distance. Camera angle didn't have that. Nearly a diving attempt there from Keating. And as he kind of went up, he hit the wall a little too soon. Kind of stopped him from reaching his full vertical. Maybe if he didn't hit the wall initially, he would have had a chance. That one's going to go into the similar spot. Hit off the wall this time. Keating's going to throw it back. And boy, this one's starting to get out of hand. Sacramento State with a double there. Yikes. So Jorge Bajorquez with the grand slam after having a walk in the first. And now Dawson Bacho just got the double there. So looking at the scorecard, there's no outs in the top of the third. And a conversation on the mound right now. Parker Schmidt going to take the walk out there. That time Keating didn't have to jump up for it. Let it go off the wall. Still a play that you would like to see be made. Nevertheless, if it goes over the fence, it's probably due to the responsibility of the pitcher. Convo out there right now. Looks like the senior, Tyler Hollow, kind of leading the pack. And Porthen will remain on the mound. No manager came out for that conversation. Just all trailblazers. McPhillips started off with a walk here in the top of the third. Then Valero got a single. Trevor Doyle with one of the best bunts I've ever seen. Loaded up the bases for Jorge Borquez, the shortstop, where a grand slam occurred. And with one swing of the bat, this game changed. That one's another hit out into left field, and Keating will make the grab. So pretty much all the action has been over out towards number 33 
Keating in left field Riddixie State. And what that tells me is these Hornets batters of Sacramento State are seeing the pitch they like and they're swinging early. But still putting it in fair territory. Josh rolling. Nearly had that one hit him. Moves out the way, and you can maybe tell by his reaction. Actually, this is not rolling. Rolling just flew out. So this is Steven Moretto, who grounded out last inning. Moretto moved out of the way, and I think he was upset at himself because he realized he could have got on base if he just stayed put. So that one gets away from the catcher Schmidt for a sec, but it's a 1-1 count. Fourth and number 18 on the mound is the most experience this season. Over 50 innings now, total on the season with this one. Has the best record at 5-3, and three, and he was the guy to put on the mound when you look at when you look at the season stats. He was the correct selection for Dixie State. Coming off that loss, 11-6 in the first game yesterday against Sac State, but not going how they wanted it to. So if you miss the Grand Slam, it's 5-0. Sacramento State over Dixie State. Top of the third, only one out. Lots of batters have been up to bat in this inning. And Moreto's going to swing and miss, and that's the first strikeout for Dixie State on the day. Brett Porthin gets that K. Strikeout swinging for Moretto. Now it's Jeffrey Hurd in left field. He's going to come up, grab the bat. 35. About to step into the box. And I'm kind of confused on this one now as there was a 1-2 count, a swing and a miss, yet Moretto is still out there. And so perhaps the... The one ball, two strike count was incorrect on the scoreboard. Now it's 2-2. So Moretto does not strike out. Porthen does not yet have his first K of the day. Two-two. Porthen lifts the knee. This one's gonna bounce off of Porthen as it came right back to him. Go straight up into the air for a couple seconds and finally land. And Porthen is going to be shaken up on this one. Yikes. That ball took one bounce. Hit Porthen in the back as he turned around. The ball left the screen of the camera. I'm watching for about a good three seconds before it finally landed. And boy, if it bounced that high off of Porthen, that one must have hurt. Coming right off his back. Yikes. Porthen still down on the mound. Teammates surrounding him. He does not look comfortable out there. And that's unfortunate. Porthen most likely will come out of this one. We'll take a break for the injured player and come back. Top of the third. 5-0 for the Hornets over the Trailblazers here on the Blaze. 
You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Wildfires burn millions of acres across the country each year. And each year, wildland firefighters battle to contain them. But they can't do it alone. For some communities, it's not a question of if wildfires strike, but when. Get fire adapted. Learn what you can do now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome on back, Dixie State Baseball. Just took a break there. So I got a replay on that. Brett Porthen had that one come straight back at him, and a pitcher's worst nightmare is to see that ball come straight at you. Luckily, it did take one bounce. Porthen kind of turned around and ducked, and when he did that, it hit him right in the back. Folks, I want you to imagine your shorts or your pants right now go all the way to the back where your spine is and it hit him right in the lumbar spine that's not that's not a spot you want to get hit but Porthen is still out there on the mound he you know took a minute got up the trainers came out they checked him threw some pitches and he looks to be okay however the only thing is it might have been time for or about that time for Porthen and maybe get yanked as it's 5 nothing Top of the third. And this one is another big time hit out towards right field, towards the warning track. Only a couple of feet of space, or that one would have been gone, but the grab is made there in right field. Tyson Fisher, number 46, with the catch. Fisher definitely... Is the biggest body on this Dixie State squad. He's right from here in St. George. Went to Dixie High School. Fisher, a junior. He's 6'4", 245. 
Not too many guys 6'4 or taller on this team. So her just flew out to right field. That first pitch is a strike. This is Vincelli Samard. Martin Vincelli Samard, Jr., infielder, 50 at bats, eight runs, nine hits, couple doubles, two homers, 13 RBIs. That one called a strike. 0 2 now is the count. Top of the third with two outs. Six nothing ball game for Sac State. This one's going to be hit right towards Ivan Sitch and the easy toss right over to Tyler Hollow at second for the third out. So the Trailblazers finally get out of it. We're headed to the bottom of the third. Here on the Blaze, Jacob Zimmerman with you. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So, you know, I'm a dog and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket But it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them. But I'm like, hello, that's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, river. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you hear? Quash. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? What's up? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like, consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. You'd think you would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel. Has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 6-0 ball game. The Hornets and the Trailblazers from Bruce Hurst Field in St. George, Utah. Dixie State trying to get back into this one. Matthew Ivansich going to pop that one up. It's going to be a fly out into center. And that'll be how the bottom of the third starts. Keep in mind, Dixie State Athletics here in the Blaze, sponsored by Ken Garth, St. George, Ford, Lincoln, and 91.3 is the place to be for all things DSU sports. In a whack matchup, 
These teams pretty evenly matched. However, the scoreboard not reflecting it. 6-0 Sac State over Dixie State. And number four, Jagan Levitt, the senior outfielder, playing center field. Coming up after the flyout from Ivansich. And this is Jagan's first at bat today. Trailblazers still hitless. That one low and outside. One two count right now for Jagan. Noah Takax has been nearly perfect in this one, giving up just one walk, has four strikeouts. That one curved a little outside, a swing, and contact was made, and that's going to go foul of the left base line. With the one out here, Dixie State, I'd like to get on base quickly. And said this one's going to be popped up yet again. Right to center field where Levitt plays. And that's the play he's used to making. But doesn't want to be on the other side of that. So two straight flyouts over center. And you'll know the outfield has been busy today for both squads. For Dixie, Sean Keating has seen a lot of balls come his way in left field. And for Sacramento State, it's been number six, Trevor Doyle, with back-to-back -back grabs now. Following Levitt, back to the top, Shane Taylor. Taylor struck out swinging in the first. Shane with a 3-4-3 average this season. Best by far for Dixie State. 1-3-7 at-bats. Four homers, 30 RBIs. Even has a 504 slugging percentage. Taylor watches that one go by. 2 1 now, the count. Two outs, bottom of the third. Nobody on. Dixie still trying to get a hit in this one. The catcher took a sack to adjust something on the helmet, puts the mask back on, and we're ready to go. Dylan McPhillips getting the gear all in place. That one a little outside again. 3-1 now. The umpires have been calling strikes relatively on the outside of the plate. Takax has been trying to operate in that area, and that one's going to be fouled off over towards the softball field. Softball field is Carl Brooks. This one here, the baseball field, Bruce Hurst. Full count now, loaded up. Three balls, two strikes. Shane Taylor, your best batter for DSU. Going to connect that one again, and that's another foul ball, similar spot. Looking more at our pitcher today for the Hornets, Noah Takehacks. To get an idea of what he's done on the season. The sophomore, only a sophomore. Wow. That one's fouled off again behind home plate into the net. Take Hacks has pitched 25 innings, giving up 28 runs. 
has an ERA of 972. And so somehow you're, you know, a pitcher who's not been super productive this season is shutting down the Trailblazers. But Taylor gets the walk right there. Several foul balls. That's how you stay alive and then force a walk. So we'll see if DSU can rally here. And it's been a while since the Trailblazers had someone on base. It was Parker Schmidt last with a walk himself. So now Zach Thomas, first baseman, 14. Thomas hits this one deep into left field. Looks like it's going to exit the stadium. Is it called fair or foul? Oh, and they're going to say it's just foul. So Thomas had a crushing hit, swung early on that one, and it's 0-1. For Dixie State, Zach Thomas, 303 average. It's quite good on the team. Hasn't started too many games. He's kind of came on strong for Chris Fatenhauer's ball club. Kind of midseason, 24 games played, 17 starts. Has two homers and 12 ribbies. One one here for Thomas. Sees that go by for a strike. Thomas will step back into that left box. The righty. Can't connect on the swing. Fifth strikeout of the day for Noah Takax. And Sacramento State is moving strong. The Hornets and the Trailblazers here on the blade. What if you flew somewhere else altogether? Like a village in Botswana or a tiny island in the Pacific where needs are easy to see. What if you decided to share your skills with others and help someone else get ahead? Peace Corps. Life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Welcome on back. Top of the fourth week go. Pitching change for Dixie State. Brett Forkman took a shot right to the spine. And that's right. Last inning. Able to complete it. And, you know, it was maybe time for Forkman to come out anyway. 6 nothing game in this one. And it's Trevor Meisner, your sophomore right-handed pitcher. 6-2, 180 from Las Vegas. He went to Bishop Horman High School. Bishop Gorman known for their football play, but, you know, I'm guessing they're pretty good in baseball, too. Meisner also a transfer from San Francisco. Perhaps he knows some of these players on Sacramento State. So Meisner's first batter. 
It's going to be Dylan McPhillips. Vincelli Samard had that ground out to end the third inning. That was quite packed. To kind of fill you in on that, McPhillips led off last inning. Five runs scored in that third. It's a 2-2 count right now for McPhillips. And that one kind of got away from Miesner just a little bit. Trevor stats this year, 3.86 ERA. Pretty solid. That is fourth on the team. Has eight appearances, and that's going to be ball four on the walk. So Dylan McPhillips has two walks in this game. Back to the top of the order once again. Cesar Valero in the top of the fourth. He's going to be batting for his third time. The right fielder, number 24, to ground out in the first, single in the third. Trying to build on that now. That wind up from Meisner. Leads to a ball outside. Trevor does have a different release point than Porthen. His release almost comes straight above his head. Yep, and that's a swing and a miss. 1-1 count. Yep, as Meisner lets go of that ball, he kind of twists his body almost towards down, towards the dirt on the left side. And by the time that ball is released, his arm is literally straight up towards the sky. That ball is going to be fouled off to the net behind the home plate. So 1-2 count now for Valero. As I mentioned earlier, Valero is a very dangerous batter. Has 145 at-bats, leads off in this one. Has 13 homers, 38 RBIs. And that one's going to be low and outside. 2-2 count. Trevor Meisner has only pitched seven innings so far in the entire season. A game like this, why not? That one just outside. Boy, you could tell Valero really thought about swinging on that one. 3-2, loaded up full. Meisner's only given up three runs in those seven innings. And that strike three stolen base attempt is going to be there on time. Nevertheless, after the full count, Valero watches that strike three go by. But in that sequence, Dylan McPhillips took second. And that throw really wasn't that close from Parker Schmidt. Two outs, top of the fourth, and Dixie State in the field has looked pretty solid so far. So 
The second inning was good from Dixie State, pitching-wise, fielding-wise. The fourth inning looking similar to that. And, oh, I've seen, okay. So what happened on that last stolen base attempt, and this is an interesting rule here in baseball, Cesar Valero struck out, but then he got in the way of Parker Schmidt, the Dixie State catcher, trying to make the throw. And I believe the umpire called that interference for the second strikeout. And that is... Or second out. And that's the third out right there on that fly out from Doyle. Out into center field. Jagan Levitt with the catch. So an interesting play there. It looked like Sac State had a guy on second for sure. Instead, Valero kind of got in the way of that. And that's going to be deemed an out as well. So sort of a double play for Dixie State. Then a fly out. And they can catch a break there at last. Six to nothing. Trailblazers at Brewster's Field have some time to get back into this one. See you in the bottom of the fourth. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, I'm Mia Hamm. As a professional soccer player, I know how rewarding sports can be and how quickly injuries happen. So I've teamed up with the American Association of Orthodontists to ask athletes to play it safe. With my years of training, I know what it takes to become an expert, and orthodontists do too. They're the experts who help people obtain healthy, beautiful smiles. Wear mouth guards, face masks, and helmets to prevent injuries. Keep smiling and visit braces.org. Mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's at 58 years old. For me, it was heart-wrenching. It takes a toll on everyone. I mean, it's a depressing disease to watch unfold before your eyes. You just don't see the, the, the person's souls like God. This disease just ravages a family. It changes your life. The magnitude of it is indescribable. Now is the moment to stop Alzheimer's disease. Call Bright Focus at 855-345-6237. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Dixie State grabs the bats here in the bottom of the fourth. That one barely goes foul on that first swing. So leading off this inning is Caden Hollow playing DH today. Normally plays catcher and 27. Just ripped that one. Nearly exited the park, but it's going to be foul. Caden Hollow and Tyler Hollow. I talked with them, got a little interview last week. That one's going to be hit into left field. This one deep and the snag made there. Jeffrey Hurd with another grab in left field. So everybody out there in left field, either side is busy today. And as I mentioned, I sat, I got... An interview with the Hollow Brothers. Play that on my show, The Jacob Zimmerman Show, every Monday, 7 to 8, here on The Blaze. Played that this week. I caught up with them right before they traveled up to UVU for their three-game series. 
That one's going to curve towards right where you want to put it. Low and nearly outside, but in the zone, that bottom outside corner. And Fisher thought that one was going to be a ball. That one nearly hit Fisher. 1-1 now as that one was high and inside. Tyson Fisher struck out looking. He's going to swing and miss on that. 1-2 now. And folks, Dixie State is still hitless in the bottom of the fourth. And that's called strike three. Once again, Fisher goes down looking. And man, Dixie State is having a tough day right now. Noah take hacks. That's one, two, three, four, five, six strikeouts. Yikes. Now it's Tyler Hollow, second baseman, number 24. In that right box, ready to bat left. He's going to hit this first ball. Will it be fair? Doesn't quite look like it. 0-1 now. So Tyler Hollow for Dixie State, 279 average. That one's called the ball. Has 36 hits this year, has scored 18 times. 129 at bats, that is third on the team. 36 games played, started 35 of them. This one's a grounder right towards the second base. And the play is made over to first. So a good scoop from Josh Rowling. Nice bag discipline from Vincelli Samard. And we'll head to the top of the fifth. Dixie State, zero. Still trying to get a hit. Sacramento State, six. See you then. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. So when you get to the corner of Smith and Orchard, you're going to want to take a you left. You are not going to Then what you're going to do is turn Marcy onto Marcy and just broke up. And go past and the first three lights happy and then take it. the next left. I don't really think five she's more happy, blocks, but and you should be who there. am I to judge, right? Park anyway, on the right. That's I'll what see I you heard later last tonight. Night. It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah. Street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. 
6 nothing. Top of the fifth we go. And that one is fouled off. Fans have a chance to get that one. That one didn't hit the net. So it's Trevor Meisner on the mound for Dixie State. Meisner with not a ton of innings pitched this whole season. But the transfer from San Fran... Trying to make an impact on this one. This one fouled off again. Same spot. Over towards that first baseline. Number 10. This is Jorge Bajorquez. Shortstop. Number 10. Had the grand slam in that third inning. That really broke this one open. 1-2 now. 17 on the bump for Dixie State in the all-white. Number 10. Jorquez in the all-gray for Sac State. Green helmet. And a swing and a miss, and that is going to be strike three. Strikeout swinging. And Meisner. That is his first strikeout of the day. And that's the first strikeout for Dixie State, period. think. Nope, that's the second. So Meisner now has two. I had to correct myself. It was Valero in that interesting sequence who struck out and then got in the way of the base dealer and they deemed that interference. So a double out. So Bajorquez now with a strikeout swinging and it's Trevor Meisner who came into this game and Instantly turned the tie to this one. And this is Dawson Bacho, the DH, number 15. In the box right now in an 0-2 count already. Fielder's choice in the first, double in the second. He's been able to connect the bat to the ball, and that one is high and outside. So Dixie State did recover there in the fourth inning. After the crazy third. Your four runs score. This one going to barely bounce over Trevor. And Hollow couldn't make the play at second. That was going to be an impossible play to make. Similar to a great throw he had. 180 degrees torque he had in the second inning. Instead, couldn't quite get control of this one. So we get a replay. This one immediately bounced. A high swing over the head of Meisner. And right as Tyler Hollow went to throw it, he lost it. So that's the second time that's going to happen today for Tyler. Where he snags it in the glove beautifully, but then the transition over to the hand, and kind of as he goes to throw it, he loses it. It's a warm day out there, not too, not too hot. So maybe the hands are a little sweaty. 67, 68 degrees. High will be 71 today. Just a couple clouds in the sky. This is beautiful baseball weather, folks. So good that I went and caught some sun today on the roof. One out, top of the fifth. 1-1 game. Sacramento State Hornets. Dixie State Trailblazers. Here on the Blaze, DSU Athletics sponsored by Kengar of St. George Ford Lincoln. And we have a 2-1 count right now. 
Dawson Bacho. As that one came towards the plate. And boy, that release point is definitely interesting for Meisner. Well different than Porton. I think it's throwing these batters off because basically Meisner releases that ball with his arms straight up in the air. Kind of turns the body towards the ground. Able to get that super high release point. And I think it makes the ball look like it's going to be you know, too high for a strike. And at the last second, it dips down in there. And it's now a full count, 3-2. As Bacho watched that ball go by. Runner on first is Bajorquez. That one's a chopper. Right to Ivan Sitch to second, and that's going to be an out right there. So I'll correct myself. That was Bacho at the single earlier. Rollings just grounded out. Josh Rollings. Now it's Steven Moretto, third baseman, number eight. He should be up. Tyler Hollow got over to the bag. My Matthew Ivan Sitch. With a nice fielding display, and yep, Moretto is the guy in the box. Steven had a ground out and a single in the second and third. That pitch is high. So we start off with a 1-0 count right now. Back to just having one guy at first. And with two outs here, the Trailblazers have responded nicely since that grand slam. And you can respond nicely in the field, but it's the top of the fifth, folks, and Dixie State has not yet got a hit today. Moretto wiggling the bat, and that is going to be three straight balls here in the count from Meisner. 6 runs, 6 hits, 0 errors for Sac State. Dixie State has goose eggs all across the board. First strike of the count here, no swing. So Meisner's pitch count is up to 30 now. And Takax who we'll see in a bit. Has a pitch count of 59. We'll get him in the bottom of the fifth. This one's popped straight up. And it's Matthew Ivansich going out towards center field to make the grab. So they'll retire the side. Bottom of the fifth we go. 6 nothing. Hornets over the Trailblazers. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Charles the Carpet Carpet King will carpet your entire house for only $39. That's right, your entire house for only $39. But don't expect Charles the Carpet King to do it himself because Charles the Carpet King passed away last week at 47 from the same disease that got his father, so he won't be around for his family. And sadly, it could have been detected early with a simple test, but Charles didn't get it. Have you gotten the medical test you need? For a list of tests every man should have, go to AHRQ.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Dave, what are you doing? Just sending a gift to Dave2037. Who? Me in the future. I save a little money from every paycheck for Dave2037 so he can buy anti-gravity boots or a hologram Doberman. What are you getting Steve2037? Steve2037 will be just fine. Okay, but don't expect to borrow my anti-gravity boots. Save something for the future. Put away a few bucks. Feel like a million bucks. For free ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, welcome on back. It's The Blaze, Dixie State Athletics. Want to know where you can find them? Right here, 91.3 Jacob Zimmerman with you. Today's broadcast, as always, sponsored by Ken Garcia and George Ford Lincoln. So it's Parker Schmidt trying to get the first hit of the day for the Trailblazers. Bottom of the fifth, 6 nothing game. Schmidt, your catcher today. Only that's Caden Hollow, but he's DHing, and Parker Schmidt wears number seven. And on the mound right now still is Noah Takax. He's been unbelievable. And, you know, he came into this game with a ERA of something like nine. Yep, take hacks. The sophomore is 25 innings pitched. ERA of 9.72. And, boy, I'm, I'm shocked at that, given that he is pitching this well today. So, Schmidt. Wiggling that bat in the 2-1. That one's high and inside. Parker Schmidt, 282 average. Started 21 of his 26 appearances. 85 at-bats, 24 hits, 14 runs. Once again, that little wiggle from Schmidt. Interesting. I'm going to swing, and this one goes deep. That one's going to bounce off the glove deep towards the wall. And Dixie State with the first. Are they going to call that a hit of the day? And we'll have to see what the official, you know, the scorekeepers of this game deem that as. We're going to get a replay here. The best ball we've seen hit today for the Trailblazers. And I can't tell if that hit off the glove of their center fielder just hit the wall. Nevertheless, Dixie State on second, and that was Doyle out there, number six in center field. So Schmidt starting things off the Trailblazers at last. And Keating going to foul that one off. Oh, one count right now for Sean. Left field today. Struck out swinging in the second. That's the only... Action we've seen of him. And yep, an official hit for Parker Schmidt at last. And that is going to be fouled off. DSU staying alive here. No balls, two strikes. I'm going to flash the 0-2. And take hacks. Eyeing second. First time he's had to 
you know, move his head today. And this is another good hit. That's going to bounce off the wall. That was about a foot away from going over. Keating with a nice connection. And he's going to stop at second. And just like that, Dixie State knocks a run home. And Keating had that one hit off the wall. Right fielder maybe could have got there in time. Instead doesn't. Fisher. Nope. That is Valero. And excuse me, I thought Dixie State would have scored off of that one. Instead, they didn't. And there's runners just on second and third now. So back-to-back doubles, that's what you love to see. A conversation between catcher and pitcher just for a sec. Dylan McPhillips went out there to talk with Noah Tickax. Certainly don't need to pull him after giving up just two hits. Back-to-back, but those are the only hits of the day. Now this is Matthew Ivansich trying to continue the momentum. First pitch called a strike, no swing. Ivan Zitcher, shortstop, flew out in the third inning. Up again in the bottom of the fifth. 0-1. He's going to hit this one right to short, the scoop, the throw over to third. We got a pickle here. And he's safe as he ran back in time. And so ultimately that decision will not pay off. It was Jorge Bajorquez who had the grand slam in this one. This one shot for an Ivan Sitch. Bajorquez threw over to third. Maybe realized as soon as he did that wasn't the right one. Had to get the tag down there from second, and it wasn't in time. So some smart base running there. And off of that play, folks, Dixie State, there's your first run of the game. That'll be interesting to mark that down on the scorecard. Because that one should have been an easy out. But it ends up with Ivan Sitch on first. And technically an RBI. That one's going to be fouled off. This is now Jagan Levitt. Levitt, your center fielder, flew out in the third. Last guy in the lineup. Jagan Levitt has a 306 average, and he's sort of done a nice job getting on base at that ninth spot in the lineup all year long. He's going to now flash bunt, but that's going to go back towards the away team dugout. Jagan has been up to bat 98 times. Scored 26 runs. That's second on the team behind only Shane Taylor. 30 hits, 15 ribeyes. Bottom of the fifth. No outs. Dixie State with some momentum here as they have runners on first and second. This one, a diving effort. And that's going to be the first out of the inning. Just like that, Jeffrey Hurd laid out for that one in left field. And number 35 with the snack. So... Runners will stay on base 
will stay put. Second and first. And Levitt, slightly late swing, hits it over to left. And, yep, that's how you do it. Feet first, sliding grab. About as beautiful as it gets. Back to the top, Taylor. Strikeout swing in the first. Walk in the third. We'll see what he can do in the fifth. Taycac's going to eye halt second. This one's going to be crushed into right field. Is it in fair territory? It is a three-run shot. Sacramento State has their hands up in confusion right now. What's the call on the field? The umpires might have to discuss this one. Everybody started running around in that home run fashion. And, oh, no, I think they're going to call it foul the last second. Shane Taylor took off. Everybody else did the trot. And that one looked gone. And with that one, that could have put him right back to a two-run game. And, boy, that one exited Bruce Hurst Field. But I think they're going to say it wasn't fair. Unfortunate. Dixie State still down 6-1. to one. Inside pitch. Flirting with the steal there was Keating. So in this inning, Schmidt had a double and he scored. Keating had a double as well. Moved Schmidt to third. I'm going to call that a strike for Taylor. One, two. Then that run came off of the Ivan Shitch RBI. And that's how Schmidt got home. Ivan Sitch's hit right to shortstop. Their shortstop tried to make a smart play, but unfortunately didn't end in the out. And that ball never curved back towards the plate from Noah Takax. Acax looking at home, has selected his pitch. First time today, he's got multiple guys on base. And that one's a high and outside again. 3-2 now. So he's trying to get Taylor to chase. And it looks to me like the umpires, you know, towards the start of this one, they were calling a good amount of strikes on the outside area of the plate. But ever since those first couple innings, it's kind of changed up a little bit. And a swing and a miss there as that one was high and outside. Taylor couldn't connect. Shows the frustration. And now in the bottom of the fifth, two outs, six skate, six to one lead. And Taylor, a few pitches ago, had a ball exit the park. Last second, they called it foul. Taylor with a strikeout swinging. Zach Thomas now is up. This one's going to be popped up. A chance at a play. First baseman goes all the way over to the Dixie State dugout to make 
the crowd. That's Vincelli Samard. Martin's Vincelli Samard, number 17, the first baseman with a nice play in foul territory. Six to one still on the scoreboard. We're heading to the top of the six. Jacob Zimmerman here on the Blaze. I'll be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I'm the only one in school that can tie his own shoes. Most kids make fun of me because I still believe in the tooth fairy. A third of the kids in my eighth grade class drink alcohol regularly. Over 99% of my class has been offered illegal drugs. Half of my college classmates binge drink, abuse drugs, or do both. But the frequent dinners I had with my family have helped make sure I'm not one of them. Learn more about the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse at Columbia University's Family Day at casafamilyday.org. Dinner makes a difference. I lost my vision five years ago, thought I'd never read again. Then she discovered Talking Books, a free program through the Library of Congress's National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. Keeping me connected to my world, now you're talking. This year, the Talking Book and Braille program celebrates 80 years of delivering books and magazines right to the doorsteps of those unable to read, from children to seniors and veterans. Letting me read what all my friends are reading, too. Now you're talking. To learn more, call one 888 nls read it's back to the action for dsu athletics brought to you by ken garf st george ford lincoln we now return you to dixie state athletics on 91.3 the blaze Another pitching change for Dixie State this inning. We just saw Trevor Meister come in and not do too bad. Now it's Ben Hart's turn. Ben Hart, number 15, lefty. Sophomore. 6'2", 205 from Lakeside, Santana High School. That first pitch from Ben called a strike. And for the Hornets of Sacramento State, this is Jeffrey Hurd, their left fielder. Number 35 popped up in the infield, flew out to right field. And looking at the scorecard, Dixie State has improved their fielding, their pitching ever since that grand slam. But this is going to be a hit. And now a roller in right field, and Fisher's going to toss that one back. And that's going to be a base hit to open up the sixth inning for Hurd. Martin Vincelli Samard, number 17, first base. Two ground outs in this one. Last saw him in the third inning in the box. He's back again to face Hart. And Hart puts that one right down the middle. That's a good pitch. Ben Hart, 5-5-9 ERA. 14 appearances. He's actually started two games. But typically he is a bullpen guy. 1-1 now. 
Hart, 19.1 innings pitched, giving up 26 hits and 12 runs. That went high and inside. Two to one count. And the poise of Inseli Samar at that time. Seeing that ball come close to his elbow but not flinching a bit. Impressive. That one inside again. Check swing. And it's now a 2-1. Thomas over there at first. Holding the bag strong. Has heard for the Sacramento State Hornets. With no outs. This one's popped up in the right field. And Tyson Fisher with the grab. Runner will stay put at first. That's the first trailblazer out. At the top of the sixth. About an hour and 40 into this game. Great weather in St. George. More clouds have kind of came on as the day's gone on. And when you look at Sac State and Dixie State's record in the WAC, they're nearly identical. But so far, it's the Hornets getting the best of the Trailblazers. Previously, they had a three-game series that was in Sacramento, California, where Dixie State won two games out of three. Perhaps the Hornets are coming back with some Vengeance. One of those games didn't even go to nine. It was called 10-run rule after eight in a Dixie State win, and I don't think the Hornets forgot about that one at all. 11-6 in the game yesterday. They got the win. 6-1 to one right now in the Saturday game. It's looking pretty good for Sac State again. That one's going to bounce off the ground, but go into foul territory over by Taylor at third. And after the Vincelli Samard fly out to right, Dylan McPhillips, your catcher, number five. Jeffrey Hurd is now at second base, and I didn't even see him get over there. That's how fast he was. No swing, strike on that inside part of the zone. 2-2 count here for Ben Hart. McPhillips does have two walks, so it showed the patience today. So maybe put this one in the zone. Instead, we'll swing. Double bounce right to Matthew Ivansich with a nice throw over to Zach Thomas at first. Two outs now, top of the six, 60 State. Still trying to get back into this one, and they've done a nice job in the field. Other than that, it sucks because you can pitch a really nice game, but if you give up one one really bad hit, it's, it's all over. The grand slam coming from the arm of Brett Porthen in the third inning. And Jorge Bojorquez said goodbye to that ball, and they haven't looked back since. Six to one. 
And unfortunately, Shane Taylor had one exit the park, but at the last second, as they were already halfway trotting through a three-run shot, umpires changed their mind, called it foul. So this one could be 6-4. Instead, it's just 6-1. And it's a 1-1 count right now. So McPhillips with the ground out over to Ivan Sitch, and it's Caesar Valero. Valero, as I mentioned, pretty much leads Sacramento State in all those big key batting statistics. Yet is your leadoff, and I'd be interested to see. I haven't followed Sac State all year. Got to keep up with Dixie State, but I wonder if they've moved him around. But man, 13 home runs. Is that one nearly hit the camera on the foul ball? 13 home runs from your leadoff guy. And leading the team in RBIs, too. It's just, it's just nutty. I got breaking news, folks. Tyson Fury gets the knockout win. And that is a swing and a miss. Strike three. Out number three in the bottom of the sixth. Valero goes down swinging. So Ben Hart comes in, does a nice job from the bullpen, and it's 6-1. to one. Bottom of the sixth we go. You're listening to Dixie State Baseball here on 91.3. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Thanks for asking, but I'd rather not send you nude pictures. I'm camera shy. I already said no. Under my clothes, I'm a robot. My webcam is broken. I'm worried they'll get passed around school. I have a rash. I have nudophobia. I have lizard skin. I'm a vampire, so I don't show up in pictures anyways. Your badgering has really killed the mood. When someone is pressuring you to do something you don't want to, how many ways can you say no before they get the message? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Pitching change on the mound for Sacramento State. So at last, Noah Takehacks, who had an incredible day, is going to finally step on out of this one. Takax was great up until the fifth inning, then a run scored, a couple doubles in there. And now it is number 44, Trey Goodrich. Goodrich, a junior right-handed pitcher, has appeared in four games on the season. Goodrich, store warming up right now, the junior. 
And looking at his stats, he's only pitched 4.2 innings in the whole season. Only Brock Jessup and Jack Nilsson, some freshmen, have pitched less innings than he has. Given up seven hits and four earned runs in his 4.2 innings pitched on the year. So the management of Sacramento State thinking this is a good time to put one of our inexperienced guys. And we'll see if Dixie State will take that as disrespect. That one's hit right towards center on the very first pitch of the bottom of the sixth. For the out coming off the bat of Caden Hollow. Hollow had a nice step into that one. Good contact. Just couldn't hit it quite right. So after the fly out to center from Hollow, Tyson Fisher is up playing right field today. There's number 46. Dixie in the all-white. Sac State in the all-gray. Green caps. Fisher has two strikeout looking today. Two of them. Misses on that swing, and he's already in an 0-2 right now. Fisher, 2-3-5 average. 27 starts, 30 total games. 23 hits, 3 homers. Wind up here. Check swing. Doesn't even matter. The ball was outside of the zone and not quite in time. Not quite past that first base line. And Fisher pulls it back. So one out here. Nobody on. Sac State still up 6-1 to one against Dixie State. And that one nowhere close outside. 2-2. Two -two. Trey Goodrich has selected the pitch. Going to start the lineup and release. That was pretty close to Fisher, and that's going to be ball three. So started out in 0-2. All of a sudden, it's full count. Fisher with two strikeout lookings today. Going to swing on this one as he should. Hit it pretty deep. That's going to hit off the wall in right center. The right fielder is going to make the throw. And Fisher gets on base today with that double. So DSU has really gotten a lot of doubles here recently. Schmidt had a double. Keating had a double. Fisher now has a double. Those are all in like the last 15 minutes of play. Dixie started to put together some pretty good offensive output. However, they're still way out of this one. Six to one, your score. Seven hits. Now three. Eight hits to three. And that first pitch is called a strike. As Tyler Hollow is now up to bat. Hollow 0 for 2 so far today. Second baseman, number 24. 
Hollow's been around this program for a while. Brought his brother Caden on to Dixie State. Sizable lead for Fisher. Nobody over there, though. That pitch low and inside for Tyler. Hollow stats, 2.79. Average, 36 hits. That's one of the best on the team. One homer, 15 RBIs. That one goes by for a ball. 2-1. Hollow with 21 strikeouts this year. Twenty-four gonna adjust the cap. Back into the box. Here's the pitch after the head turn from Goodrich, and that's inside again. Runner on second, that is Fisher. 3-1 here with one out. And this looks like to be a pretty good time for Dixie State to score. Shortstop going to flash the run over to second. And the swing and a miss at home loads up the count. Three balls, two strikes as Hollow couldn't connect on that. We'll have to see if Jorge Bajorquez comes over from short. Second baseman, not in my camera view right now. That means he's pretty close over to the first baseman. They're going to throw last second over to second, and Fitcher is there in time. And I just mentioned that, but Horquez, a few pitches ago, had cheated over towards the bag, and they would try to get Fisher out. He can't see behind him. Infield playing pretty deep here. And resting the bat on the shoulder, hollow in the full count. Tried to get that one out of the dirt. Ump says they need to throw to first. They do. And that is a strikeout for hollow. So two outs now. Parker Schmidt playing catcher today, number seven. Walked in the second, doubled in the fifth. He's going to see some action again in the sixth. Two outs, one on. A nice deep hit here would likely score Fisher, although he isn't the fastest guy on the team by any means. He's the biggest body, 245. That one had some curve to it right to where he wanted to put it. The outside corner of the zone for the strike. Schmidt, number 7, 282 average. 24 hits, 11 RBIs, one homer. And another swing and a miss. 0-2. Parker's going to reach down with his left hand and get some dirt on it, trying to get some grip on the bat. And those boxes at home plate are starting to get a little, little untraceable. Schmidt had to reach for that one. Gets a connect, and that's going to drop in center field. Will Fisher score? He will. Dixie State now cuts it to a four-run game. It's 6-2. to two. 
And that is a RBI, Parker Schmidt. Schmidt had to reach on that one. Kind of an awkward swing. But sometimes off those awkward swings, it places it right in the gap. And Schmidt will just stay on first, so he'll get a single. And more importantly, a run scores. Sean Keating, your left fielder today. And that's kind of been the typical spot that we've seen a lot of these balls be hit to from Sac State. Keating struck out, swinging in the second. Had to wait a little bit before he came back up again, but got a double in the fifth. 0-1 count on that first pitch from Goodrich. Oh, one, two out, six to two ball game. And Goodrich's pitch is outside, one, one. Here at Bruce Hurst Field, two teams basically knotted up in their standings in the whack right now, both in the West Division at the three and four spots below Grand Canyon and Cal Baptist. Wiggling the bat is Keating. He's going to miss on that. And that's strike two. And if Dixie State can continue to rally here, they can maybe set themselves up for something later in this one. But a four-run deficit going into the to the eighth or ninth inning is not going to be too hot. They're only in the sixth right now. But the clock is ticking. Speaking of clock, an hour and 55 minutes removed from the start. Keating tried to get that one out the dirt. He's going to run. The catcher's going to throw it over to first, and that is strike three. Out number three as well. Top of the seventh, we go. Another K for Goodrich, his second since coming in for Taycox. We'll take a break. Top of the seventh, we go. Jacob Zimmerman here on the Blaze. Be right back. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. You around MVP. Yeah, man. Yo, Drew, I finally got round MVP. Round MVP. No way. That was some ownage. Finally earning round MVP takes determination. So will getting into college. I've got what it takes. So do you. Visit knowhowtogo.org to learn what you should be doing right now to prepare for college. Start taking the steps at knowhowtogo.org. Brought to you by the American Council on Education, Lumina Foundation, and the Ad Council. An important message from Medicare. Hi, Sarah. I just spoke with Pamela. Did you know the health care law gives us new Medicare preventive benefits? Like a yearly wellness visit. Well, I... It's our chance to talk with our doctor about our care. That's what I would. Medicare also covers recommended cancer and preventive screenings. Actually, I was the one who told Pamela. Oh. Uh-huh. Learn more at Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. And tell your friends and family. Share the news. Share the health. 
It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's 6-2, to two. Sacramento State over Dixie State, top of the seventh we go. Ben Hart on the mound for the Trailblazers. Showing off that left arm. So this should be Matthew. Nope, Sac State is batting. That foul ball bunt is going to come off the bat of Trevor Doyle. Doyle wears number six for the squad. And this one has the home run in the first That's inning. Be strike a three. single bunt. Very Looking in, man, the umpire had some fun. In the fourth inning, he's trying to bunt again. Showing that, but Doyle is going to strike out looking here to start off the inning. So Hart now with a second strikeout. It's the fourth strikeout to my tally for the Trailblazers in the whole game. Now it's Jorge Bajorquez. Walked, then grand slammed. Then struck out swinging. 6-2 in this one. This game could be a lot closer if not for a couple pitches, a couple foul balls. Speaking of balls, two balls, two strikes, one out. Jorge, number 10, into the box now. And that one's the first strike of the count. Looking further into Bajorquez's stats. Sophomore infielder, 141 at-bats. This one's connected. Thought it was going to maybe drop inside the gap. Instead, had some nice arc and Jake and Levitt. Going to rush over into left center to get the grab. So two outs so far. Two up, two down. And Ben Hart has looked pretty good. I got to shout out the Dixie State bullpen. And, you know, the pitching for DSU baseball, DSU softball, you could argue is not quite where the bats have been in the D1 era so far. But the bullpen has been pitching nice today. Meisner did a good job. Hart has done a nice job. An 0-1 count right now for Dawson Bacho. Bacho with 82 ABs, 29 hits, 18 RBIs, 13 walks as well. One-one for Bacho against Hart. And that's going to be foul ball. That one will trickle over towards Taylor at third. Not in play. Up calls time. He gets it back. Ready to go. Spatter steps in the box. And we'll see if Dixie State, for the second time today, can go three up, three down. Actually, it'd be the third time today. 
That one is hit. Pretty deep. Oh, and it's gone. Just as I had raved about the pitching of Hart, one gets in there. Dawson Bacho crushes that one over the fence. So Sac State will add the lead. It's 7-2. to two. The Hornets over the Trailblazers at Bruce Hurst Field. And just like that, a Sholo shot over that left field wall. And Keating could just do nothing but watch that one exit. This one's a chopper. Ivan Sitch has a chance. Going to run up to meet it. Throw it on the run. And boy, that's a beauty. Ivan Sitch has been having one heck of a day. Grounded balls at the shortstop position. So Josh Rowling will ground out. But the home run comes from Dawson Bacho. We'll head to the bottom of the seventh. 7-2, five-run Hornet lead here on the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, hey man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt, I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer, live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. So, I'm a dog, and I just got adapted by this new human guy, and I'm starting to wonder how he got along without me. I mean, okay, something as simple as walking around the block. He's got this leash thing, and he puts me on one end and him on the other, and I'm just taking him around. I I think he's afraid of getting lost. Without that leash and me guiding him along, I don't think he'd find his way back home. But it's kind of cute. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. If this radio spot were Nikki Baker's life, it would start pretty normal, like this. And about this far in, Nikki would drop out of high school. Here, she'd be forced to work two jobs, but then she'd decide to earn her GED diploma. It would be the beginning of a brighter future. For free info about GED test prep classes, call 1-877-38-YOUR-GED or visit yourged.org and begin your brighter future. GED is a registered trademark of the American Council on Education, brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. InfoWest is a proud supporter of DSU Radio, providing us the internet we need for our FM radio tower. InfoWest offers residential high-speed internet and phone, web hosting and development, fiber and air fiber. 91.3 The Blaze says, thank you, InfoWest, for your donation. InfoWest, the internet people. How come you haven't gotten your podcast started yet? Is it because you're not sure what equipment to use, how to record it, edit it, how to even get it on the internet in the first place? We can help. A podcast studio is a service of Radio Dixie. With our studios, we can record, edit, and publish your podcast to the podcast world. Get your podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, Google, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. You want some video, like Facebook Live and YouTube Live? We can help you with that as well. You come in, talk, and we'll do the rest. A podcast studio at Gmail. 879-4319 879-4319 I like listening in the morning on my way to work Back to music 
ain't going nowhere. And if you think I'm going anywhere, you're wrong. You know why? Because I will not back down, ever! I've won a lot of radio contests because I refuse to get out alive! 91.3 The Blaze. I think you and I might need to purchase antibiotics. I believe we've just gone viral. Uh, hey, sorry to ruin your at-work nap. I like to relax in the nude around my place. But we're about to go commercial-free. 91.3 The Blaze. I'm Kristen Crawford, and I am majoring in business administration, and I am from Provo, Utah, and I'm a trailblazer. 91.3 FM, The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, welcome on back. Thanks for sticking with us. Seven to two here on the Blaze. Dixie State just to Sacramento State. The Hornets visiting have a seven to two lead. Bottom of the seventh, we are Trey Goodrich was on the mound last inning. He has been replaced. Let's try to figure out who that is. Over the pitching stats, 41. This is Miles Meyer, the freshman. So we've seen some rather inexperienced guys come in against the Trailblazers, and that's going to be the first out. Strikeout, just like that for Meyer. So Ivan Sitch will unfortunately fall to a K. And just like that, Meyer has a strikeout. So now it's Levitt's turn. He's 0 for 2 today. Jagan Levitt, center fielder, number 4. Bats ninth in the order. Looking more at Miles Meyer. 12.2 innings pitched, 13 runs, all of them earned, 16 hits, 9.24 ERA. But folks, don't get confused by the ERA. Noah Takehacks, who had an ERA in the nines as well, had six strikeouts in this one, only giving up a couple hits. Had an excellent start, will likely get the win. That one a little outside for Levitt here in the 2-1 count. Levitt has done a nice job according to the stats. The batting average has done a nice job in the ninth spot of the lineup. He's pretty much all year long has been towards the end of the rotation. 2-2 now. Meyer going to select his pitch, get set, and here's the throw. And that one is going to barely be foul. Cross that white stripe over by first, just before the back. So Meyer, right-handed pitcher, 6'2", 185. 
freshman, as I said, from Auburn, California, and Placer High School. Still in a 2-2 after the foul ball. Levitt sees that one go by, and that's ball three. Jagan Levitt, your senior outfielder. 5'10", 165. And he went to Pineview High School, folks. He's from here in St. George. And that is strike number three, hitting that inside part of the zone. Just getting it in there. That's back-to-back strikeouts, actually, for Miles Meyer. Back to the top now. Shane Taylor, your third baseman. 1-0 on the jersey. Those all-whites from DSU. The Dixie blue with the helmets. Here in this whack matchup, Trailblazers trying to fight to stay alive in that West Division. Still have the postseason ban. This one is a measly fly out to center, and that's going to be out number three. So three up, three down after that fly out, and we will head towards the eighth inning. Top of the eighth coming your way here on the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman on the call. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station. Hi, um, I want to report a bear sighting. Location? My front door. It was Smokey Bear. My husband was burning leaves in the yard. He just came inside for a second. Never leave a fire unattended. If it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Smokey said that too. We go way back. I knew him when he was just a cub. How cute. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. We were about to head home after a bonfire, and Smokey said the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? No kidding. I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. Kidding. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And coming up for the Sacramento State Hornets, this is number eight, Stephen Moretto. Moretto, third baseman. Grounded out in the second as a single in the third. Fly out in the fifth. We'll see what he can do leading off here in the eighth. Ben Hart still the man on the mound for Dixie State. And that's a swing and a miss. 1-1 one, one now is the count. 
Folks, I'm sure you're wondering what that Jazz score is right now. It's 67-61 in favor of Utah. That one's up at Salt Lake. Now 62-67. Mavericks are playing Luka Doncic. Jazz are favored in this one, but in my eyes, it would be an upset. That one's going to be crushed in the left field for Moretto, but even with that one rolling back in fair play after hitting the wall, it's still foul. Moretto going to check with the umpire the call. Yep, 2-2. Third baseman with a little wiggle on the bat. And Hart's throw. This is going to be a grounder. Taylor is going to get it. And that is a nice out. So an interesting sequence there is both Taylor and Ivancic stepped forward to make the play. And on that one, Taylor got there a little quicker. Ivancic recognized to let it go. And man, a nice scoop at the last second. And boy, you can tell Taylor and Ivancic practice those throws each and every day. Top of the eighth, seven to two lead still for Sacramento State. This one pretty similar to the eleven to six victory yesterday. Maybe not as many runs. Hart's gonna nod. He's got the pitch. And that one's fouled directly behind home plate. So this is Jeffrey Hurd, your left fielder today, 35. Had an infield pop up in the second. Flew out to right in the third. Got a single in the right field in the sixth. And he does bat left. Very tall batter as well. So that zone is higher, and he has to reach down for that. It's going to be fouled off, so now an 0-2. Jeffrey Hurd listed as a freshman outfielder. And, you know, unfortunately, Sacramento State makes it really difficult to, to find out, to broadcast their games because there's not a printable, there's not like a print setup. Normally on every single D1 Athletics website, there is a option to print. Instead, I had to screenshot these and print them out separately. Let's see if I can find that height of herd, even though we just got an out. Next up for Sac State will be Martin Vincelli Samard. First baseman's going to have that ball hit the net behind home plate in foul territory. Hurd is only listed at 6-1. I'm going to say no way. That pitch. Called a ball, 1-1. And something Hart likes to do is take the glove off when he gets that ball back and you know, put two hands on the baseball and just, just squish it. And that's going to be a swing and a miss from Vincelli Samard. 
Now one-two count here. Coming in from the arm of Ben Hart. Hart puts that one just a little high. But you could tell the umpire maybe nearly thought that was a strike. The Hornets have been so far dominant in the second game of a three-game series against the Dixie State Trailblazers here at Brewster's Field. Big-time whack matchup. So far not favoring the Trailblazers. Down 0-1 in this series. Not looking like they're going to tie it up. And that one goes over the head of Ivan Sitch. At shortstop. That's going to be a base hit single for Martin Vincelli Samar. So the Hornets stay alive here in the eighth. So you get a replay of that. Well timed swing. And yep. Ivan Sitch didn't really have a shot at that one. He's not eight feet tall. Dylan McPhillips now up. Catcher today. Five on the jersey. Those all gray. And the green helmets from Sac State. 0-1. Watches that first one go by. McPhillips has two walks and a ground out. And there's a swing and a miss. And, you know, he might be your only batter today who hasn't gone on base. Let's see. Rolling hasn't got on either. But other than that, every single Hornet who we've seen today has reached base on a hit. That pitch called a ball one to two. Two outs. Runner on first. The throw to home. Late swing. That's fouled off behind home. And oh. It's actually going to be grabbed for the out. So Dixie State gets to out number three. The bottom of the eighth, here we go. Five-run deficit for the Trailblazers here on the Blaze. Stick around. You never know what could happen. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Hi, I'd like to report a bear sighting, as in Smokey Bear. Continue. I was burning yard waste. He told me to remember that if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. You know, 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. I know that now. As usual, the talking bear gets all the credit. Always burn responsibly and contact your local fire department for open burning regulations. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. 
Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh-huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. Are you facing foreclosure? Then come down to Megalo and Partners. We are a mortgage rescue company, and we can help you keep your house. Provided you submit to our plans for galactic domination. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics. Brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And to start off the eighth inning, we were expecting Zach Thomas. However, it's Will Chambers, the pinch hitter. Chambers, number 44, 234, batting average this season. Has played 26 games. Started in just 20. Has 64 at-bats, 15 hits on the season. So even though he is... You know, a pinch guy coming into this one late. Still very experienced. And Chambers going to spit the glove. Try to get a better grip on the bat. 1-1 in the bottom of the eighth. No outs. No on. Miles Meyer still at the dirt. And that's a swing and a miss. 1-2. Hornets look to win the series here, barring a Dixie State epic comeback. But you know, it's never it's never over. I was calling the uh, local game, Dixie High School, Snow Cannon High School, last night over on 97-7. And that game was a 12-0 lead for the Dixie Flyers early. But it didn't end that way. I actually believe that, you know, the Snow Canyon Warriors ended up with more hits. But they fought back, tried to make it close. And so you can never count out a comeback. That's something I've learned in Region 10. But over for Dixie in D1. We'll have to see if that can be the same story. And Chambers is going to split the gap between short and third. So a nice little liner right in the perfect spot. And Chambers can now have a chat with the first base coach. Instead, he's going to be replaced for a pinch runner, and it's going to be Jack Walker coming in to run for Chambers. So they're switching up that second spot in the batting order. And now it's 27, Caden Hollow. So right back to what we've seen. Caden Hollow, your DH, struck out swinging in the first, flew out in the fourth, flew out in the sixth. And that one had some nice curve to it right back towards the plate. No swing. 
And can you blame Caden? That one looked like a ball the whole way. As I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, I chatted it up with Caden and Tyler Hollow, the Dixie State baseball team, last week before their three-game series of UVU. Played it on my radio show Monday, 7 to 8, every week, the Jacob Zimmerman Show. Had some good interviews recently. I had uh, Shea Clements and Tyler Denhard of the softball team. Right before Denhard had probably her best, best pitching performance of the year. Clements, the best batter on the squad. If you like the sound of that, tune in the show next or this Monday. Ump's going to call something. He's going to check the catcher for a sec. Give him a slap on the back, and he's saying, nope, 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 we're ready to go. And Hollow will step back into the 0-2. Meyer peeked over at first. Going to throw it home anyway, and that one's outside. So smart, you know, pitching sequence there. To throw that first one, have it looking outside, have it curve back, and then throw the the fastball two pitches later right outside. Hollow resting the bat on the shoulder. Going to pick it up. Here's a stolen base attempt. It's there in time. Jack Walker, who came in for Will Chambers, who replaced Zach Thomas, and Walker thought he had the stride. We're going to get a nice replay here. Swing and a miss from Hollow. He gets out the way. No interference. That throw, this time, right on the money. And, you know, actually looking at that replay, it doesn't look like it was there. That's Jorge over at shortstop. Jorge Bajorquez. So that was a beautiful throw from their catcher, Dylan McPhillips, who had had a similar situation, but he threw it off a couple innings back. This one was right on the money, and it looked to me, I could be wrong, it looked to me from my eye that Jorge Bajorquez went to tag, and actually the throw was so nice that when he swiped the glove across the dirt, it looked like it was before Jack Walker even got there, and then Walker touched the bag. And I didn't see the glove actually touch Walker before he touched the bag. It was that early of a, of a swipe with the glove. And once again, we're going to see the curveball of Meyer. Boy, that's, that's, that's tough. Tyson Fisher struck out a couple times a day. Had a double in the sixth inning. But how do you hit that curveball? Jeez. One to two. The count from Meyer's arm. Check swing. Did he go? Nope, 1-2 still. Now 2-2 with that ball. Caden Hollow struck out in that sequence on that stolen base attempt, so Fisher, your right fielder, has a shot. But two outs, nobody on, and a five-run deficit. And Oh, boy, that pitch was close. Fisher was ready to take that one on the body, or even in the head and the helmet, but once again, the curveball curving back towards the plate. Doesn't cross it, but 
Nevertheless, the count is full. And we'll see if he pulls the fastball, the curveball. It's a fastball and a swing and a miss. That one's going to get away. Oh, and they're going to call that a foul ball. So a slight ricochet off the bat. Ever so slightly in the catcher. The catcher looks to be shaken up a little bit. Because we're going to get a replay of this one. And this is number five, Dylan McPhillips. Catcher is not a safe position, folks. I wonder if we'll get a replay. Perhaps not. But if I had to guess, I'd say that ricocheted me have slightly hit McPhillips in a spot that he did not have padding. Full count still for Miles Meyer. And that ball's going to get past the catcher. And Fisher can jog over to first. So, wow. That's going to be ball four. The WALK will go to Tyson Fisher. And Dixie State staying alive here. It was a single by Thomas. He got placed no, before Thomas went to bat. Will Chambers came in and batted for him. Got the single there. Then after that, Jack Walker came in for him to pinch run. He got thrown out at second. That was the call. It didn't look like it to me. The strikeout from Caden Hollow in that exact same play, in that play, in that pitch. And then Fisher with the walk. So there's two outs, nobody on. And now it's Tyler Hollow. Holly, your second baseman with a fly out. A strikeout, another out. He's 0 for 3 today. Trying to get back to what the Hollow brothers do. Tyler, 279 average. And that one's a strike, so an 0 1 on that first pitch. Has a lone home run, 15 RBIs. Three doubles. Meyer set. And a swing and a miss on strike two. So now an 0-2 count. And boy, the bullpens. Really both sides have looked really nice in this one. Meisner and Hart for Dixie State. Goodrich and Meyer haven't done too bad. But when you have the start that Noah Takax did, it's hard to mess it up. Nearly a throw there to first. Instead doesn't. I'll kind of tap the chest saying my bad and Meyer will get reset. And that one's going to be outside called a ball. It's now a one-two count. Miles Meyer, number 41, he is a freshman. Good amount of freshmen on this pitching staff. 
That one's going to curve back towards the plate and the curveball. Evan Tyler Hollow scratched the back of his head. Boy, he took a good 10 seconds to leave the box after that K, trying to figure out how did that ball just curve back. Top of the ninth, we go the last inning. Stick around here on the Blaze. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. I'm in almost every school bus in classroom. You see me around the neighborhood and you tell me that I'm a pretty good kid. Well, I'm one out of every five children in America, and I'm struggling with hunger. Please visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Every dollar you donate helps provide eight meals for kids like me. We are Feeding America, brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Dustin Lynch. You don't have to listen to country music to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you just can't control, like your girlfriend running out on you with your best friend. But there's some drama that you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and start moving towards a brighter future and even your college degree. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Yet Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. A little score update here from around the sports world as we head into the top of the ninth. Sacramento State up seven runs to two over Dixie State at Bruce Hurst Field. The Mavericks and the Utah Jazz in game four of the Western first round playoff series. Dallas has an 81 to 80 lead coming back from a halftime deficit. And boy, Luka Doncic has came on back. Doncic is 21. Brunson has 23. He's giving Jazz fans nightmares. So back to the game at Bruce Hurstfield. Give a new pitcher into the game. This first one going to bounce into fair territory, but only because it hit the catcher, and that's Schmidt. So it'll be a foul ball. Hollow struck out looking in that bottom of the eighth. We're now to the top of the ninth, and Cesar Valero, your leadoff right fielder, 24, the best batter on the team, is up again. He's going to swing and a miss. Valero, I mean, with the stats he has, 13 home runs, best on the team in RBIs. Given the score today, 7-2, you would think he had a monster day. Just has a single. Two strikeouts, even. But you know, with some of these guys, when they step into the box, you can kind of tell some of them have this, this swagger, this maturity. They know they're the, they know they're the best. And Valero certainly has that. Looks like one of the buttons on Caesar's jersey is actually not buttoned. And so he's getting a little wind. And speaking of wind, 
That bat hit nothing but wind. Strike number three, swing and miss Valero. And that's the first strikeout of the day for our new pitcher. I still got to see who that is. This is for Dixie State number 19, Jacob Taggart. So Taggart gets his first strikeout and the first batter he saw. And based off who it was, it's pretty impressive. So Jacob Taggart is a freshman here at Dixie State. Right-handed pitcher, bats and throws right, six foot one sixty. He's from Katy, Texas, Seven Lakes High School. So something I've noticed about baseball, the baseball team compared to other, you know, Dixie State athletics. You know, typically Utah, as you would expect, is the hot spot, but with baseball, the recruiting has gone. Kind of more outside of the state. Just looking at one of the pages of the roster here. Lots of Californias, lots of Vegas, Boise's in there. The baseball team has guys from all over the place. This one's going to be a liner over to first. Going to split the gap. And Keating, who's now at first, he's played, he started at left field. He's now at first base. Didn't he have. Didn't have a shot to get on that one. So just like that, Trevor Doyle, who had a home run in the first, gets another hit. Just a single. And, oh, I think they called that foul the last second. Nope, it was fair. The scoreboard... It's just not updated yet. There we go. Now it's 1-0. Jorge Bajorquez, shortstop, number 10. Had a walk, then a grand slam. Strikeout, swinging, and then a flyout. And that one is a low chopper foul at third base. Top of the ninth, final inning, the second game of a three-game series between the Sacramento State Hornets and your Dixie State Trailblazers right here at Bruce Hurst Field. Dixie State in Sacramento about a month ago won two games out of three against this very same Hornets squad. And since then, things have kind of changed a little bit. And Sac State probably remembers that game, that 10-run rule. Dixie won in the eighth inning. And they've came with vengeance here to St. George. Check swing that time. Chris Fatenhauer is out there. Going to talk it up with the umpire. Something interesting about baseball as this conversation is going is it's not like the basketball team where the coach just puts on a suit. I mean, your manager... Literally has a jersey with a number out there. I think that's pretty cool. They're still looking at this check swing here from Bajorquez. I I don't don't know if he's swung at time. The umpires are all going to have a conversation on the mound. Eighty-three to eighty, Dallas with the lead over the Jazz. 
7.24 left. Oh, just a two-point game now. Make it a one-point game. And they're still looking at this here. And boy, that is as close as it gets on that check swing. Rather on runner on second now. That's Doyle. So Bajorquez stays alive. They're going to say he did not swing. One and two is the count. And this one's going to be popped straight up in the center field for the grab. The throw back to second. Is it there? Not quite. So Doyle does get back to the bag. And yep. The stance in the face of Tyler Hollow really says it all. As Dixie State needs five runs to get back into this one. And in that sequence, both Ivansich and Hollow went towards the bag. It was Hollow who grabbed it, but he wasn't actually on the bag. Ivan Sitch was, and so maybe he should have just watched that one go by. But it's a 1-0 count after that fly-out sequence from Bajorquez. It's Dawson Bacho. The DH. Swing and a miss. 1-1. <laughs> and Taggart had to nearly stumble to get that catch back from the catcher. Let's not mess up the easy ones here. Bat rests in on the shoulder. He picks it up. Botcher the DH. Swings that. Gets right past the glove of Taggart. Tyler Hollow's there to capture it and throw it on over to Keating at first. Bottom of the ninth we come. Can you smell a comeback? It's 7-2. to Sacramento State with the lead over Dixie State. You never know. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer and the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Hi, I'm Matt Kenseth. You don't have to be a race car driver to know that life can be full of drama. Some of it you can't control, like mechanical issues, high winds, and rain delays. But there's some drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. You just need to take that first step and find free classes near you and leave the drama for the racetrack. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. 
want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. And that was a very fast out here in the bottom of the ninth to start things off. So Parker Schmidt couldn't get on base. Let's see what Sean Keating can do. Your left fielder coming up into the box right now. Still monitoring that Jazz game. It is a close one going down to the wire. But in this one, still got to be prepared for anything. Never know what could happen. Even with one out, down five runs in the bottom of the ninth. And a swing and miss from Keating. He's in an 0-2 already. Keating will take a deep breath and get reset. Meyer. Curved that one back a little bit, but boy, initially that one looked like it was going to go well past the catcher. Phillips had to shift a bit. Keating with a couple check swings. He's ready to go. Wiggle in the bat, and that pitch is a little high and outside. So 2-2. In this situation here, You've got to think from the pitchers, perhaps they can, you know, smell the victory, they can sense it. But you gotta stick with what you know, and you can't just pitch all strikes. This one's gonna be hit right to second. Feel it nicely, and there is out number two here in the bottom of the ninth. Josh rolling. Maybe his easiest play of the day. I haven't really seen too many balls hit towards second base. Off the bats of Dixie. But textbook as it comes and snag there from Martin Vincelli Simmerd. It's a name, Martin Vincelli Simmerd. Late swing there that time on a heater from Meyer. And this is Matthew Ivansich. Ivansich in the 0-1 after the foul ball. That is going to curve back towards the plate. Did it go? Did cross the plate, but called low for a strike. 1-1. Often when I'm calling these games, especially off of a stream, it's hard to tell what exactly all these pitches are. I can tell, you know, fastball. I can tell breaking ball. But to show how good of a pitcher Miles Meyer is... 
I can tell when that ball's curving. It's that's a lot of curve. It almost looks like a wiffle ball out there. Holy cow. One, two is the count. The game could be decided right here. Just outside a little bit. Two two. Definitely don't want to see the umpire call it call it quits too early. And the Hornets about to get their second win and officially win the series, but there's still that game tomorrow. And I'm actually going to be calling that game tomorrow, not here on 91-3. you got to buy ESPN Plus if you don't. Tomorrow at noon, I'll be on the call for that. Ivan Sitch has a yellow bat. Looks like my water bottle. And that's going to be ball four. So, interesting selection there from Meyer. Perhaps trying to get Ivan Sitch to swing, but, you know, in this scenario, two outs, bottom of the ninth, five-run lead. I don't know why you don't just pitch a strike. I think at this point, your percentages are pretty high. Of that ball being an out if it's hit. This one a connection right to first. And with a tap on the bag, that is it. Dixie State will take the loss. Sacramento State gets the dub and they'll rush out onto the field in all gray. Seven runs to two. Your final score from Bruce Hurst Field. We'll take a break here on the Blaze. Jacob Zimmerman, I'm not going anywhere. Got the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show next. You're listening to Dixie State Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln at 145 West Hilton Drive in St. George and at stgeorgeford.com. Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln, your neighborhood Ford dealer. And the title sponsor for all DSU athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. It's back to the action for DSU Athletics, brought to you by Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln. We now return you to Dixie State Athletics on 91.3 The Blaze. Yeah, Trailblazer Nation, St. George, Southern Utah. Welcome into the Ken Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show here on The Blaze. So this one just got wrapped up at Bruce Hurst Field. DSU Baseball takes the L to Sacramento State. So looking at the series right now, Dixie State drops the first two. There's still that game tomorrow at noon. And you never know what can happen. It would be really nice to see the Trailblazers not get swept. You kind of look at some recent games here. Uh, there was a there was a loss streak that goes back April 8th, Grand Canyon. One, two, three, four, five, six in a row. Then they win the last game against UVU in a series where I thought they could have maybe even swept the Wolverines. Then they lose to Sacramento State yesterday. They lose again today. The Trailblazers are just trying to stay afloat here. So, looking at the WAC standings right now, DSU will be 9-11. and Sac State will be 11-9. and And we'll have to see, depending on that third game, if it's a sweep or a gentleman's sweep, I guess you could say. So, let's dive into the box score right now. But first, let me look at my scorecard. Kind of <laughs> right off the bat, 
you can notice it's a lot more messy on the Hornets side of things. Kind of going through here, Valero had a single in this one. Doyle had a home run. Uh, Horquez had that grand slam. Bacho had a double, single, and a homer. Wow, a triple would have completed his cycle. Rolling didn't really get involved. Moretto had a single in there. Heard uh, as single. Vincelli Samard, single. And McPhillips, a couple of walks over to Dixie State. Taylor had a walk. Thomas didn't get on base. It was Will Chambers who did. Hollow with a rough day. He didn't get on base either. Fisher had a double and a walk. Tyler Hollow, rough day for the Hollow brothers. Neither one of them got on base. Wow. Uh, Parker Schmidt with a walk, a double, a single RBI. He had a really nice day from the catcher's spot. Sean Keating had a double in there. Matthew Ivansich had an RBI and Levitt with a tough day. So that's the scorecard for me. Looking at the pitching, Porthen had a tough one. He also got you know, that ball driven right into his lumbar spine when he turned around. That one hit him right off of a bounce. Ball popped like in the air for a good 10 seconds before it came back down to earth. That one must have hurt. So after that, Meisner came in, Hart came in, Taggart came in. None of those guys did a bad job, but... When you give up that grand slam from the very start, it was pretty much over. Over to the other pitching squad for the Hornets. Noah Takax was absolutely dominant. Six strikeouts, uh, just those first couple innings where he didn't give up a single hit. Unbelievable. They did a nice job closing out as well. Overall, your stats go like this. Uh, Two runs in the fourth for Sacramento State. Then they had three in the sixth, two in the eighth, fourth in the ninth. Really just... That is actually last game. Excuse me. Looking at the game right now, 7-2 is your final. So those runs from Sac State, one in the first, five in the third, one in the seventh. That's how they got to seven with 11 hits, zero errors between either squad for Dixie State. One run in the fifth, one run in the sixth. Couldn't put it together after that. Now it's time kind of further into the box score and give a Player of the game, your Ken Garve St. George Ford Lincoln player of the game for this one. Boy, it is a tough decision because there were some there were some good batters in this one, but I think it's got to go to Jorge Borges because with that one grand slam shot, it really put this game out of reach. An unfortunate play for Shane Taylor. He could have had a three run shot, made this a two run game. Instead, even with going over the fence, the refs called it foul at the last second. So. Your final box score for Jorge Bajorquez, number 10, the shortstop. Four at-bats, one run, one hit. That was the grand slam. Homer, four RBIs, one walk, one strikeout on his day. Two flyouts, not too shabby at all. So looking overall here, looks like Takax is going to get the win as we expected. And Miles Meyer with some nasty curves out there will get the save. Unfortunately for DSU, Brett Porthen will get the loss. So looking at the team stats now to round this one out. Left on base, Dixie State 7, Sacramento State just 6. They got uh, a couple more at-bats in this one. Dixie State did have three doubles compared to just one. It was unfortunate they couldn't really turn those into much. 70 RBIs to 2. Uh, Dixie had four walks, just three for Sac State. Strikeouts, Dixie struck out 13 times. That's going to be something they need to improve on. That's going to do it for Jacob Zimmerman for Dixie State Athletics here on the Blaze and the Kent Garf St. George Ford Lincoln postgame show. 
It's a wrap. 7-2, your final score. Dixie State now 15-22. Sac State now 20-18. Third game of the three-game series will be tomorrow. I'll have the call. Not here, but on ESPN+. Plus. I'll see you then. Back to the music. Stay sporty, St. George. Hey, it's your girl, DJ Katie. Tune into my show on Fridays from 8 to 11. I will be talking about celebrity.